this? This is, this is Diversified, Diversified Game. 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 A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kellen. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. Tyson. When you're going against the odds, you've got to be creative, you've got to innovate, you've got to stand out. And AL. Focus more on execution and application and less on excuses. So, let the game begin. Hey, it's Kellen. Force AL. And uh, today's current game, it's going to be short, sweet, whatnot. Um, I, I just want to talk about briefly before we may actually get our guest today, AL. I just got a text. Um, but I want to talk about this. Kurt Franklin, I'm going to pull your coattail. So Kurt Franklin has boycotted the Dove Awards and TBN after two mm-hmm. times they have edited out his um, him talking about police violence on black folk um, and having the crowd, you know, wanting to hold hands, say a prayer and all that. They, they keep they kept editing it out. So he says he, he's no longer attending that. Which of course they're gonna, you know, they they made the Devil Awards at one time apologize. TBN never said anything, um, but you know these are the evangelical Christians, right? Who mm-hmm. will always say, you know, oh we're gonna pray for this, we're gonna pray for that, but they never ever ever. And I've gone to their churches and, and sometimes still go, you know, as a professional church goer, they never apologize or say the police can do any wrong. And so, so Kurt, and then now Lecrae has followed suit, um, and hopefully others, everybody black should follow suit and say, yo, we aren't going to these devil wards. We help you make this music. We help you, you know, do X, Y, and Z. And they've just, I mean, they just have, you know, it's awesome. And, and, and for those who don't know, for about at least 15 years, Kirk Franklin has, um, he, he got jipped out of his, he got one of those bad record deals. So it was only like a, f- a few years ago, he started getting his money, um, wow. like how he should have been getting. And that's, that's inside game. So, you know, so it's, um, so, you know, you just can't, you, you just can't now he has the bread and he can talk he's like a free man is how i see it and you know don't edit my word right yeah absolutely yeah that's what kind of what kind of wildness is uh or the politics uh surrounding that what is, what is that all about Kel? I mean, the, the the politics is they like us for uh, to be dancing around sambo you know um you know um, they 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 like all that, but they mm-hmm. don't like our message. If it's like Colin Kaepernick, you can throw that ball as um as far as you want, right. but you you cannot um you know if you, if you want to go outside of that, I'm surprised they didn't tell him just stick to the gospel. <laughs> don't bring politics yeah. into this, and and. Kel, that is that's wild. I 
uh, I definitely think that we should um, stay on top of this as this uh, unfolds. I would love to love to see who else uh, gets behind um, uh, Kurt Franklin's and Lecrae's uh, efforts, especially um, in in light of them kind of you know stepping to the forefront and speaking their piece. Because like if if they don't feel as if like the uh, the church um, can be like a, a community where folks can come together and like kind of speak on issues that are happening in the community, you know, where can people go? Uh, I, I guess to another church, because if this was about the Holocaust, like anybody, I know a, a principal just got fired. Black principal mm-hmm. just got fired for saying it wasn't a factual event. Yeah, he couldn't confirm Ooh. that it was factual. The same thing that you know what uh, white supremacists say um, all mm-hmm. all the time. Um, you know the skinheads and 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 clan and all that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but if you if, if for us, it's just so interesting how we can never get the the justice. Um, you know, we can never get the justice or say our peace. Right. You know, we we can never, huh? No, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead, Kel. Go yeah, ahead. and it and it and it and it, it, it it's it, it, and what's the most like? What, what's the most interesting is we can show the facts, we can show the documentation, we can show all that. And it's still like some people have blinders, not all people. And I almost want to think like the majority of uh, common sense says, okay, no, you're right. So what can we do next? Because even with the reparations talk, they don't want to give reparations to black folk, but Native Americans, Jews, Asians, select Asians, they all can get it. And I say select right. Asians because America's bombed and poisoned a lot of lands around the world, and they have not got, you know, certain people are like, hey, we didn't get anything, you know. Um, well, you know, they came over here, and, um, and and this is our guest right here, David. <laughs> um, David. How you doing? How you doing, sir? Good. Hey, good morning, man. You just, you're... I'm, I'm going to give David the intro, but you kind of, um, we're, we're mixing things up because of, of the, the time and, um, you know, just yeah, yeah, I, I got you. I yeah. Yeah. I got a couple of things I'm dealing with. So yeah, no, no, don't, don't worry about that. Cause you fit in perfect. Let me, let me give the intro. David is, um, a, a, a producer, videographer, director. He's all, he's all that. And right now, David, we were talking about how, uh, Kurt Franklin is banning the Dove Awards and TBN after being censored. But I just want to jump right into it. And if you can give the people just kind of, um, you know, your background, because you what you wanted to talk about had to do with this racism that we deal with in the entertainment industry. And it, it seems that only black folks see it. You know, like like we're right. tripping. So, so give give your give a brief intro and, and and give some some input on what you're dealing with. Okay, well, um, as an engineer, um, you know, I've studied engineering, uh, production in Ableton Live Eight at Dubspot Institute for three and a half years, and then I went on the road doing 
shows because part of my education, which I didn't even know, had to deal with um, light and sound, tech, backstage work, things mm -hmm. of that nature. So as I get into this industry, as I come in as an engineer, I was getting a lot of stagehand work, right? And in this industry that we're talking about, uh, tech work, um, you know, behind the scenes work, there's two levels. One second. There's two levels. So the first, the first level is moving equipment out of trucks and getting equipment to the site where we're going to do the show, right? And that's stagehand work. And then the second level would be engineering, would be the actual operation of the equipment, right? Which is what I know how to do and learned how to do hands-on. And that also has to do with engineering work, meaning uh, front of the house. Front of the house is where you see, if you ever go to a big concert, Colleen, you ever go to a big concert and you see that big, technical area in the middle of the field and is you know they got like sound recording equipment out there and they're facing the stage yeah we, 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 yeah we've, we've seen it okay that's called front of the house and that's the engineering board that's the sound board that's running all the sound right and so they might have video in there too okay running the video because you have to look at the video screen to see what you're doing so usually the front of the house booth is facing the stage so in that booth, you have the engineers. Now, this is what I went to school for, right? So now when I tell them that, when I tell the companies that, yeah, okay, I can engineer, and they say, okay, sure, sure. But, you know, we're going we're gonna to get you some stagehand work for a while, okay? And we're gonna, you're going to do that, and you're going to see what's going on. So now I did stagehand work for about six, seven years, right? And, you know, I didn't make it this way. So I'm just, you know, it, it, it's just what it is. Like a lot of the engineers now, the engineers in the in the booth in front of the house. We talked about that. The engineers, most of the time, what you'll see, and you know, you don't have to, you know, jump on me. You go to any concert, go to Madison Square Garden, go to Phillips Arena, and you'll see that those guys in the booth are usually non-white. Usually, most of the time, on most shows. This is what I've seen in the seven years that I've been doing this. And that's a higher-paying job. Stagehand work is a lesser-paying job, and it's more work. When you are engineering for the house, A1. A1 is audio one. L1 is lighting one. V1 is video one. That means I, you, know, you are the lead video on the engineering. Okay? So you're controlling what's being going on on the screen during the concert, or you're controlling the sound during the concert, or you're controlling the light and, you know, the programming of the light during the concert. Most of the time, the programmers and the dudes doing that are are, are white. Now, what I'm going to say is, going along with that, because I'm not going to just, you know, I'm not going to do this where I'm just blaming and just placing blame. I'm going to say that a lot of blacks are interested in being on stage <clears throat> first, right, before uh, interested in being uh, behind the scenes. Because we're, we look at this as, okay, if I'm on stage, then I'm known as across the street. Yeah, they're using. If I'm, if I'm on stage and I'm in front of the people, then I have notoriety. I have, you know, I have uh, fame, which, which, which is going to bring respect. And, and, but what happens is 
a lot of the time what we don't understand in the industry, right, and what people are not telling people is that the artist usually has the least power. The guy on the stage, right, is not as, right, uh, not making the money that production companies are making, A, number one, uh, VPs of, 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 of companies, of entertainment companies, right? And right along with that, they have a limited say on what goes on on creative control depending on contract, okay? And, you know, we just it's just a thing that's not taught. It's not told. It's not, you know... It, you just don't know. A lot of people just don't know about technical work, about backstage work, and what what it can bring you. You see what I'm saying? So it's not necessarily anyone's fault, but it's not like there's a whole bunch of information being put out there in the hood into artists about the benefits of being, you know, uh, 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 on the more technical side rather than the performance side. Well, David, let me ask you a question. Because yeah. AL and I, um, we're, we're behind the scenes people in, in, in different, you know, we're doing different things, but we, we can see that. And I've seen it even, you know, at BET. And check your microphone, David. I think it, it might be hitting something. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. that yeah, go ahead. Um, but, um, you know, I, I've seen it even at BET. I've seen it at the, um, even at Howard, you know, the historical HBCU it's like, can we not find our own people, even though at a college you're teaching this? So you would think you'd be able to find your students, but you bring in outside people. But I'll even say this at Grambling, where I went, the Harvard of the South, they have, you know, right. a white a, a white guy um, teaching right now after I left. And before I left, it was a black guy, but they did everything they could to try to um, give him a hard time to put a Middle Eastern in there. Um, yeah. And, and yeah. I always, see, I, you know, okay, maybe a lot of us want to be in front of the camera, but there's a yes. whole bunch of people who are going to school, taking out loans to get behind the scenes. And mm -hmm. just like in tech, there needs to be an effort to make sure you include and have diversity, especially at a Black-owned network or HBCU. That lets me know there's a problem because at our, even at our Black stuff that we create, we don't get hired. Exactly. Exactly. And so that's what I was saying. You know, it's good that you can identify because oftentimes when I'm talking about this, people will do the blame the victim thing where, oh, you know, you're just being, you know, racist or whatever. You need to pull up yourself by your bootstraps and da da da. But see, the thing is, here's what the part they're missing. I have the education. I am certified. I'm a certified not only not only an engineer, but I'm a certified producer. And then what happened was with the, what they were showing me, I was learning so fast. And so while I was in school, I wound up filming a TV show on what I do because I started out as a DJ and then I started adding attributes to my to my dossier. So veteran DJ making mixtapes. Then I went digital with the DJ, and then when I went digital, I said, okay, let me get myself in school. So I wound up learning. Production, meaning film editing, right? Uh, scoring, music scoring, right? Um, uh, mis mixing, mastering, composing, okay? All on digital. Now, that what, what I didn't realize 
what I didn't realize is I put myself into a very lucrative skill set. But and 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 but I was the wrong color. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Because I know how to edit film. I can score. You see what I'm saying? And and I can also run board live at concerts. So I'm very lucrative. You see me? So, like for instance, NBC Ted Turner when I was in Atlanta, the Turner they wouldn't even answer me. I mean, they wouldn't even they wouldn't even answer me because it's like the skill set that I have is so what you call it, until I could run the place. And so, you know, it's like, all right, well, we're going to just leave this guy alone because his skill set is so wide. He can DJ, he can fix equipment, he can sound design, he can light design, and he can engineer and edit and score. Look, uh, let's just, because I would, I would be, you know, I would, you know, they, let, me, they, let me run and let me go with my talent and I'd be all over the place. Let me, so, let me ask, you're in yeah. New York, right? You're in New York, David. Um, right. AL is in New York um, as well. AL, I mean, give me your, your, your take on this. I mean, are we correct or do you know some places in New York that are like, hey, we're, we're, we welcome, you know, uh, black folk to work behind the scenes and we're looking for them? G- give me your take on that. Oh me? You asked me. AL, AL. Oh, for AL is oh, my co-host. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. So, like, I'll I'll say this. I'll say this much, Kel. Um, you know, having worked behind the scenes on um, on a couple of different TV shows, um, there are uh, maybe like a handful of folks that work on the production side of um, just in terms of. Uh, what our guest is talking about in terms of like the uh, like the stage setup, you know, uh, like the back of the house, the, the set design. It's a very it's a very small handful, and uh, like some of that's union, a lot a lot yep. of politics that are a lot of politics yep. are involved with getting getting behind the scenes like that. And yep. um, you know, when I was yeah when I was coming up, um, there may have been only one or two brothers. That were on some big that were on some big shows, but yes, it's, it's primarily um, Meaning, and holding and holding position, not just moving equipment out of the truck, not just loading, or not just yeah. you know working with cam locks or working with you know you know what I mean a, a, a truss, engineering with a walkie-talkie calling shots. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very, very, very limited, Kel. Very, very limited. Yeah, and yeah, and just yeah. where and just just where I was just where I was at, Kel, um, on the just the the audience production side, it might have been myself and maybe two other brothers that you know, walkies, you know, being able to maneuver around and be looked at as an aspect of production. And yeah. how did you yeah. get that yeah. position, though, Al? Because with with everything that you know you've done, is it who you know, or is it who's doing oh, the yeah. Oh, it's it's one hundred percent nepotism. Like I'll be honest with you. Like if you don't know anybody, you just you're not getting in the door. Point blank period. Yes, sir. That's facts. And people think you're playing. People don't. They say, oh, people that are not in the industry, or your family, people, your friends, they don't know. They are like, oh, yeah, right, man. You just need to add more. You need to go back to school. You need to do this. Nope, it's no. not that. It's no, they no. pick and choose union. All that they pick. Mm-hmm. 
Right now, I'm in contact with Great Fortune from Local 52. I told him what I do. Local 52 is the grips, uh, you know, uh, uh, film work, TV work, okay, things like that. Live stuff that's going to go on, you know, on air. And I talked to him one time, and I talked to him one time, and that was it. He heard me, sent my resume, he got everything. I was referred to him by Local 1, by um, the, the dispatch guy at Local 1, because I already finally got through with Local 1 for stagehand job because local one only handles stagehand so they said okay 52 does that so he sent me over to 52 talked to him one time uh Kay and the other brother I, I one time i'm serious and it was nothing after that nothing told him what i do i said look and there's no way they have an influx you can't tell me you have an influx of engineers and editors mm-hmm. and but you can't you can't there's no there's no there's no way to say that that's a that's a that's a that's a specialized skill set well, I, well, I want I, I want the the people to listen to this and be able to to share this, and with all the media houses, and you know, we hear okay, Tyler Perry, and I think people, the masses, probably think, oh, things are fair now. Tyler Perry will hire everybody. Um, nope. But but yeah, but but also, you know. There is um, all these other networks, and I get the emails all the time because they're looking for content, and hey, we have a studio, but we need to be able to at least hire our own, but others need to hire us as well because we make this thing, man. And the same way that in front of the camera, we're talented, we find ways, and a lot of times do it cheaper um, still to this day, which is unfair, but, um, you know, you, people need to really look and, and see who's behind the camera from your local plays to everything, because it's not that we're tripping. It's that we're fighting an uphill battle. And I mean, I, I, this is me talking. This is not David or AL. Um, right. I'm the type to, you know, you guys know I'll bust through a door one way or the other. Um, right. and, and, and you take that how you want. That's uh, you put the blame on me, like Akon said, because it's by hook or by crook. I have to get in the door. I'm going to the NATPE um, in January, which is the big biggest TV festival um, in the world. And I'm people like they don't mess with us. And I said they're gonna mess with me, or it's gonna be. Um, you got to pay a price because I'm not asking you for anything. I have good content for you and I have opportunities and it's the way we look. I got dreadlocks in my hair right now and you're going to have to open doors for me like the Christian industry did. And that's, that's the thing to go back to the Kurt Franklin thing. Him boycotting is great, but there was a way to get in the Christian industry, but most people you know, oh man, the Christians have to do it this way, do it that way. I'm Old Testament sometimes in mind, and I can flip old to new, but I'm flipping over tables to get in, and that that that's me. So if you don't want a whole bunch of brothers like me who are frustrated because David is doing it the right way, Al has done it the right way, we are coming like the Deltas. We just knocking down doors. Um, and, and and if you don't want that, you know they call us terrorists sometimes. <laughs> Like, oh man, you guys are arrogant and you're entitled. No, just give us a shot, and I promise you, you will not be disappointed. We'll come early, we can leave late, and we'll give you some of the great work. Um, you know, whatnot, David. I, I want you to uh, answer a question though, because you have a lot of projects that you're you, you know that you want to get done. 
Yes, sir. Um, when you're put into a position, what is going to be your community give back where you can kind of solve this problem? Because we know you just can't take somebody off their skin color. But what are some of the solutions when you're put in a position like that to make things right? Well, you know, I mean, you, you, you touched on so many points, Kay. Like, you touched on so many. And I just want to touch on, before I go into it, I just want to touch on one thing that you said about coming early, staying late, and being dedicated. See, what they might not understand is that, yes, it's a lucrative skill set. There's a lot of money involved. I mean, some of these positions we're talking about, you know, we're talking 280 to 300K a year, right? So, fine, whatever. But there's also the fact that there might be, right? They might want to consider that there just might be a couple of us that love what we do. And because, and now I want to, I want to segue right into what you asked me with that. You know, I've been doing this, you know, I grew up backstage. Okay. Me and most deaf grew up together. Okay. Um, there's a couple of other artists that you might know um, that I know from before they were famous that, cause I grew up downtown Brooklyn you know, in, as hip-hop was growing, we were growing. So I was born in 69. I'm coming up right along with hip-hop. And there were so many things about hip-hop and so many things that I wanted to contribute to hip-hop, you know, and to make sure that it does what it's supposed to do, you know, it's, it, that it, you know, fulfills its purpose. And so one of the things I have is a movie, you know, based on, you know, the hip hop experience and from the inside out and, you know, knowing it to be what it is and versus what it's painted to be by the industry. And that's a whole nother conversation, right? Which probably will have another interview for that because, you know, you know, hip hop has been grossly distorted by the industry. You know, it's purpose, it's reason and purpose has been grossly distorted. Right. Uh, so there's that. And then there's also, you know, the fact that, you know, like, 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 like we're saying, okay, I was on a Kanye West gig. That was the first time I met a non-white V1, video one, lead video guy. He was like Spanish, oh, you, half, uh, half Spanish, half white. Yeah. And, oh, you did the, you know, um, you did the Lipo, you did the Lipo Pablo, um, at, at MSG? Is, is that the one you're talking about? No, I did Kanye West at, uh, Phillips Arena in Atlanta. Okay, got you. Fair enough. Got yeah, you. I was in, yeah, I was in Atlanta and I did um I was with Crew One. Okay, mm-hmm. it's a uh, production company and Look, um, David, he asked know. that because he, he too um it, you know, is a, a former Kanye roller. He he's a Kanye fan, but A L has some, some history and he's in Brooklyn. I mean, y'all might know each other. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. so I'm in I'm yeah, in the right. city now. I'm I'm uptown now. Oh, you got, you okay. got to upgrade? Yeah, well, I got to upgrade. Got to upgrade, oh, bro. Gotta upgrade, bro. We'll talk, we'll talk, oh. we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Yeah. We'll talk so were you it. the guy that I met? Were you doing the video on the Kanye, on that Kanye gig? No, no, no. Just, um, just like some of like my, my colleagues in the, uh, in the industry are on the, uh, the audience production side. So I had the opportunity to, um, to do, uh, do the two, three days. At um at Madison Square Garden when he did um the uh, the fashion show which also celebrated the um the release of the um the digital streaming release of the album on title 
Um, oh, for this one here, for this album now. No, no, the um, uh, the last album. Oh, before the this life one. of Pablo. Yeah. Okay, got you, got you. Yeah, yeah. during Fashion Week. Yeah, and, and like, so people need to know also. Most of these hip hop artists that you see out here and these R and B singers, you know, Keisha Cole, all these, you know, the Desi, you know, uh, uh, I forgot, Lettucey, right? That's how you say his name, Lettucey. Um, yeah. Act like that, Eric Badu, whoever you want to call. They're doing cultural, they're wrapped up in head wraps and doing cultural stuff, Common. He's doing positive hip-hop, but the techs backstage are white. And that's something that we missed. We just, because, and I understand it. I'm not really, I'm not really throwing blame any which way because, you know, we are disenfranchised people. So when you're dealing with disenfranchisement, then this is, these are the things you deal with. You deal with, you know, lack of information. So we don't know, like I was saying before, we don't know that, that it's lucrative being backstage too. We're looking at it. We grew up and we, we're looking at Luther Vandross. We're looking at Taylor Bell. We're looking at, you know, the Four Tops as we're coming up. And we're like, wow, I want to be on stage. I want to, you know, I can sing. I can dance, right? But there's, there's many of us that maybe can't sing or maybe can't dance, you know, but very intelligent, highly intelligent. You see what I'm saying? And, and have other things they can offer. Tech, tech is it. You know? Because that's what these white cats are doing. That's what they're doing. These All through here. I'm in Brooklyn right now. Out here in the newly renovated and the newly built Bushwick and the newly built Williamsburg, you got these production companies, equipment holding houses. And they're Jewish. Okay? And they're, they're coming over from Europe. Okay? And they, they, they get a little warehouse. They get equipment in there, okay, and then they and they and they're off to the races. They're doing shows, okay. I work with one, Crossfire Sound, Mesrol Avenue, right there in Bushwick. I work with them, and I did like two gigs. <laughs> I did two gigs with them, and then I started, and then you know I started like because I gave them I gave them a resume, told them you know um, you know what I could do. They saw it, then I came down. I guess they saw me, and I guess after they saw me. You know, then the guy was like, all right, well, I'm going to try to get you work. We don't really, I was like, so when's my next gig? Oh, well, we'll see what's going on. We don't really have a lot of gigs. But meanwhile, they're rolling with gigs. They're rolling with gigs. But they're looking at my resume, looking at what I can do, and they're like, this guy's not going to be happy doing stage work. He's going to want more. He's going to want to engineer. Because that's what he can do. We're looking at his resume. (laughs) This dude can produce. He can edit. He's not gonna be. He's not gonna be a happy, just unpacking the truck Negro. He's gonna want more. Let's 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 sort of let's sort of like drift away from him. Because that's basically what happened. You know, I'm looking at I, what they didn't. What they don't realize is I went to go pick up my check from them, and I'm looking in the I'm in the office and I'm looking at their roster sheet. It's full with shows. It's on the wall. It's full. They got shows. Oh, we have staff that we have to accommodate. You know, when new people come on, you know, we sort of, you know, we space it out and we work them in. <laughs> so when's my next show? I will right, we'll let you know. You know, we don't have that much. And then it just got to a point where it was just like, you know, I had to go, you know, do other stuff. You know? And that's, yeah, just, no. not a, just, that's, not, that's not a wild coincidence or anything. No, 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 definitely. We, 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 we only 
hit the 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 tip of the iceberg there's a whole iceberg there's a whole and, and this is why black media is so necessary everybody on youtube to roku to whatever you're doing that we control as much as we can and we produce as much as we can and we look at our folks that we came up with usually that look like us because as soon as you know, it seems a lot of Negroes get a get a paycheck or a good a big production deal. They let someone else handle it, and someone else is going to hire their own. So it's not racist what you're saying because they're doing it, and we know that the Jews stick together all day long. Um, yeah. And and we we need to we we're gonna we're gonna have a hard stop, uh, David, because um, we we of time. And we're all going to say bye so we can um, catch these planes, trains, and automobiles. But I'm going to have, I want you to shout out if people can contact you, whether you want them to have your email, social media, let them know where they can find you, especially if somebody says, look, I'll give you a chance. Um, and, you know, I need somebody with this type of thinking to even do my hiring. Where can they find you at? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, my email is uh, Plan D. So that's P-L-A-N-B promos p-r-o-m-o-s at gmail p-l-a-n-b p-r-o-m-o-s plan b promos that's the name of my production company uh at gmail.com and the number would be 914-771-2175 so that's 914-771-2175 okay my, my stage name is dj ancient techniques okay that's a whole long story um, like I said, my strong points are writing, producing, uh, mixed mastering, editing, scoring, of course, DJing, you know, and show production. You know, at this point, I'm actually qualified to stage manage and production manage. So, I, you know, <laughs> there you have it, man, you know. And so you understand the whole, from what we're all talking about, the situation that would you know could occur from from this you know oh okay well, well you guys got it you know diversifiedgame.com is where you can find us if you need any clarification we'll have at least that email in the description box you can reach out share let us know what you think on the anchor.fm now owned by spotify and we will talk thank you david for coming on al all of y'all be blessed out there in New York. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. So I think this is a good place to stop our dialogue for this episode and allow you, the listeners, to join the conversation and keep the dialogue going with us online. You can do so by visiting our social media at Facebook, Diversified Game Podcast, on Instagram and Twitter, Game Diversified, online, diversifiedgame.com. In your life with the people around you and or join our Patreon and get some nice perks for being involved. If you found a nugget and or like today's episode, you might as well leave a review. And if you leave a review, you might as well share it. If you share it, you might as well subscribe. And as always, thanks for your support. Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversified Game Podcast with Kellen, Tyson, and A.L. 
the number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and locks, fish and grits. Be sure to visit diversifygame.com for all the good stuff. Join in the conversation and discover more content.